0: hi everyone and welcome to another session of the odd couple i'm jason Utah. i'm alon joseph and yes, yeah, lovely to have you all back again and uh hopefully we've got something to teach you here today
1: uh, i look forward to our discussions they are always vibrant and energetic and so much to share with with everyone so uh let's get going so, so what have you I got to, to, to share I'm with us today oh so as I, as I mentioned before, we're in these, these Torah portions of these Parshish that are, are, there is so much to talk about, so much to share. So, you know, our, our basis is obviously business and leadership and how do we learn these things from the Torah. So I think tonight there, there is an amazing idea that okay. this week's Parshish is known as B'Shalach. And um, we've now come out of Egypt. We're on our way to the Holy Land. But six short days after leaving Egypt, we find ourselves at a very interesting point. Six days later, we are at the border of the Yamsuf, of the sea. And um, we look behind us and we see the Egyptians racing towards us, thousands, Paro and his entire army. We look to the left and the right. There's desert. There's nowhere to go. We look behind us and there's the sea. So there's panic, pandemonium. You know, yeah, we're going to die is going to come and kill us. Uh, six days later, after this miraculous exodus, people are wondering what's going on over here. Why, why is this happening? One man looks at the situation. His name is Nachshon ben Aminadav. And he says, obviously, there is a message over here. Obviously, there is something. The Jewish people are crying out to Moshe. And Moshe says to Hashem, you know, Hashem, help us. And Hashem says something very interesting. Listen to this. Hashem says, why are you crying out to me? Do something about it. Now, what Stop happens is phenomenal. Do. Exactly. So listen to what happens. This man, Nachshon bin Aminadav decides, you know what? Obviously, there's a message. Hashem wants me to take matters into my own hands. So he walks, he starts walking into the sea and the water's getting higher and higher and higher till it reaches his neck and he goes up his mouth and it's now about his nose, <laughs> you know? And at that point, the sea miraculously splits and we walk through it. But there's an amazing lesson that's over here that we can contemplate and talk about. The okay. first thing is listen to what Hashem says. Number one, Hashem says, Why are you crying out to me? Do something. It's not just about praying and doing, and, and, and calling out to me and I'm going to come and save you. No, if you want something, you've got to go and make it happen. Don't cry out to me. Go out there and make it happen. And I was thinking about that idea. That many people, when a person finds themselves in a very dark situation, they dive into Hashem. Oh, Hashem, please save me. Hashem, please help me. Please do this. Please do that. But they forget the message of this week's parasha. Hashem says it's not only crying. Yes, we have to cry out here. But, I'm, but Hashem also says, "Mati Why are you crying out to me? Like, imagine a person who, who God forbid, doesn't have a job. So what does he do? He sits the whole day davening to Hashem, so Hashem will give him a job. But he doesn't phone his friends. He doesn't phone and ask anyone for a job. He says, no, 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 don't worry. I've davened to Hashem. Hashem says, no, that's not how it works. Marty, don't cry to me. Go out there, put effort in. You want something, you've got to go out there and make it happen.
0: It's the best that. I mean, I often have a look and you think that... Um it's one of the one of the biggest stops that we put in front of ourselves. So many times people often have these amazing big dreams, and they say, well i'm going to go out and i'm going to go do this and I'm going to go do that, and then you sit and wait and it's and that's the yeah. hard part, and that's where we had a discussion around the what if. and generally we focus on the what if and the negative side. but another part that often pops up that we ignore is the effort so What is the amount of effort that I need to put into this in order to make that happen? And where that becomes difficult is because if I'm going to put in this amount of effort in order to achieve this certain amount of success, what am I giving up on? So on the one hand, I want to move forward, but in order to move forward, I need to let go of something else. If I want to go and run the comrades, and do a phenomenal time in the Comrades in July. Firstly, I need to train. I need to wake up early in the morning. I need to watch my diet. And all of these things are giving up on things that you thoroughly enjoy. It's fantastic to come home on a Friday night, and you have your whiskey at (laughs) service, and your nice big meal. But when you go for your run on Sunday, I mean, you feel it. So you actually need to start making tough decisions. What is the goal that I'm truly committed to? And am I prepared to accept what I have to give up in order to make that happen?
1: Yeah. You know, that effort is such a powerful idea because our sages teach us in Ethics of the Fathers, in Pirkei Avas, it says, everything is according to the effort. What you put in is what you're going to get out. The effort you put in is the effort you're going to get out. And there's a couple of different ways. You know, you've got a different way. You can say, you know, a person can say that what would I like? You can put a little bit of effort and get a lot of reward. You can put a lot of effort and get a little bit of a reward. And sometimes it's about the effort that we're willing to commit to. Like you said about the comrades, there's a level of effort that you have to be willing to commit if you want to be successful in that. And the question is, do you want to, Do a good time, or you're just happy with whatever comes along. If you want to do a good time, you know it's going to require effort. Business is no different. If you want, if you want to be successful in business, don't expect it to happen without putting effort into it. Doesn't work like that.
0: Hundred percent. And I think uh, in a couple of our discussions, we've mentioned intention. So you've got to wake up in the morning and actually create the intention of what you want. So get into a daily practice of saying, "All right." these are the things that I actually want to achieve today in order to achieve these yes. specific goals. These are the five main moves that I need to take in order to move that goal forward and answering emails generally yeah. isn't one of them. So you need to design no. the day before <laughs> you even start. And I know that you do it. You love it in the morning. Yep. You go to your prayers at five. What time's your minion? When the sun rises. <laughs>
1: When the sun rises. Okay. And you commit but yeah, to your it's day. About, you know, yeah. You know, we just it was very interesting. A couple of weeks ago, at the end of December, the beginning of January, we celebrated the Si'um the, HaShas, the completion of the Talmud. And it's, a seven, it's, a, it's, it's about a seven-year commitment that one makes to learning a page of the Talmud every day. And if you think about it, in order to achieve that mammoth task of finishing the entire Talmud, there's effort required. There's daily effort of willing to commit to something. You know, if you miss a day, you're behind. Yeah. You miss two days, you, you know, and it, just, and it accumulates. And there's an amazing message in that, that if you think one day doesn't make a difference, it does. There was a great story I once read about, I think it was one of the world's top violinists. And he was talking about effort and he said this, he says, if I don't practice for one day, I'll notice it. If I don't yeah. practice for two days, my wife notices. And if I don't practice for three days, the world notices. And that's what he was saying. That effort. You've got to be willing to commit. You've got to be willing to put the effort in. So in anything in life, the question we always have to ask ourselves is how much are you willing to commit? How badly do you want it? And how much are you willing to commit to make it happen? I love that. And, Uh,
0: I read a book again in towards the middle of last year. His his name is James clear and he writes a book on atomic habits, how to create habits, but you break it down into little bite-sized chunks and it goes into this discussion around commitments and around creating a, a, well, a daily schedule and a daily habits. And it comes back to your, what you mentioned earlier on. If I miss one day, then I notice. If I miss two, my wife notices that thing. He says, if you start missing more than one yes. day, you're then creating a habit again of actually not completing. So if you do commit to something and something yes, does pop up, one day is fine, but do not miss more than one day. And yeah, what are you actually yeah. pre- prepared to commit to? Yeah,
1: brilliant. And I think that's, such, I think that's a brilliant question. You know, for us to end off of this, to ask people, what are you committed to? How committed are you to that? And it's something to really think about. How committed are you to making, to getting what you want, to having what you want? How badly do you want it? These are questions that require analysis. These are questions that require us to take time out, to think about them. And if we need to change our habits and we need to change our daily structure, then we need to change it. But you're not going to be successful if you do not commit. 100%.
0: 100%. And I hope you're committing to a phenomenal rest of the week.
1: I am committed. They might want to commit me as well, but at the moment I am committed. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for another lekker <laughs> Chat.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful night and an incredible week. Let's get out there and make it happen.
0: Awesome. We'll chat soon. <laughs>